Here is a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. Can you guess what is in it today? So highs of just 15 degrees and the possibility of more rain coming over the weekend. But I hope it's warm and sunny in your heart, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. You're listening to the fabulous sound of Colne Radio, high up here from Studio One of the mighty Colne Radio Towers, overlooking the wonderfully full and fertile lands of North East Essex. And I'm Bill Lawrence, and well folks, as you may know if you're a regular listener, this show is my last show here. After all these years, I'm bowing out to make way for someone new, and I'm moving on to new adventures on the happy sound of the South Suffolk Internet Shopping with Global Retail, where you are just one click away from the purchase of your dreams. Yes, this is the last show, and... After all these years, I can hardly believe it, and I'm hoping that a few of my old radio and broadcasting and showbiz chums will be dropping in to the studio to say their farewells to me, and perhaps we can reminisce and chat about the good old days. 45 years I've been talking to you, my friends, on the other side of the glass, and I'm still going. I've seen so many of the greats come and go over the years, and... I've sat here and I've met them all and I've chatted to them all and, well, I've been to a few funerals as well. I'm I'm not really sure if I'm really the rock of radio, as Linda Nolan once described me after we did that summer show together at the Wellington Pier in Great Yarmouth in, uh, I think it was 1982. And Cheryl, Cheryl from Bucks Fizz, she was too generous when she described me as more funny than Christmas when we were team captains on that Sky TV revival of It's a Celebrity Knockout. Uh, I think that was 1990. It was such a shame about Cheryl's little, lovely little dog. It just ran out straight in front of me. I had no chance to stop. I'd only popped out to get some fish and chips and we were going to spend the evening writing funny ad-libs for the show. Instead, we spent the evening cleaning up the front of the car and burying the little fella. I haven't known tears like that since... Oh, since I don't know when. Don't ever make Cheryl cry. She howls worse than that dog from the Baskervilles. 
So hopefully those showbiz pals will be joining me later on this, my last show. All coming up, of course, after this next piece of music requested by one of my longest serving listeners, Mango Dread, my eldest daughter's first husband, who's been tuned into the show for nearly 30 years since I began here. And before that, rather difficult and uh, messy divorce case. And Mango says he's not bitter anymore about anything that I submitted to the judge and anyway it's all about karma well exactly mango and i hope those stress boils you used to get aren't a problem anymore and like ashtrays in car doors and dial-up internet connections they're just a thing of the past Thanks for taking the time to talk to us, Yvonne. So, we've heard from a reliable source, and uh, my my lips are sealed, that you were Bill Lawrence's teenage sweetheart. Is that right? Yes, teenage years and beyond. Actually, Bill and I first met in the sixth form, but it was after we left school that we started going out. So, 1974, 75, maybe? I was at dance school, travelling back and forth to Chelmsford. God, I took it really seriously. I wanted to be a professional dancer. Those were the days. Everyone wanted to be in Pan's People. The big dream. That was how I bumped into Bill again. He was the sound engineer for some show I was in. We just clicked. It was around the time he had his first radio show. He was in the right place at the right time. Had the gift of the gab. That was his dream, to make radio. And me, I was going to be this great dancer. We made quite the couple. A couple of dreams. I loved him to bits back then. He was always so positive, encouraging, indestructible. He drove me everywhere, let me cry on his shoulder. (laughs) He used to make me think I could fly. Always knew the right thing to say. Not a bad bone in his body. Five years we were together. Didn't work out in the end. Looking back, one of my greatest regrets. But I did follow his career. I kept tabs on him. I, on the other hand, didn't have a career for him to keep tabs on, unfortunately. You're listening. 
listening to Bill Lawrence here on Cone Radio, 106.6 FM. And yes, you heard right. This is Bill's last ever radio show. another news bulletin at the end of the show from those crazy guys in the newsroom down there in Studio 3. You are listening to Bill Lawrence and I'm here on Colm Radio and this is my very last show before I move on to my next exciting challenge in broadcasting as the new voice of South Suffolk internet shopping with global retail. Of course, When I started in broadcasting all those years ago in 1975, when I was working as an assistant standby on the uh, coronary section of Ipswich Hospital Radio, I didn't didn't know I'd still be here, at the top of my game, more than 45 years later. Just 12 months after I started, I, I won the nomination for Young Broadcaster of the Future for the Anglia TV East region. Following in the footsteps of previous nominees, such as uh, Jeremy Paxman, and one one of the hairy bikers, uh, the nicer one, who I used to have a drink with occasionally, when we'd, we'd sit up into the night planning our professional broadcasting rise to stardom. Now this would be about the same time of my first radio show at Stour Valley FM, when the other hairy biker hadn't even passed his driving test and was still working as a, as a pastry chef for Noel Edmonds in his Dingley Dell wine bar and disco in Brightlingsea. That's when I was beginning to really make some headway, when the cards were starting to stack up nicely, when I knew what it took to be the best breakfast radio DJ in the whole of North Essex and South Suffolk. When every kid in the street would tune in on their transistor radio and us up-and-coming DJs were like your family and friends when we turned up to open a new off-license or groovy sex shop and hundreds sometimes of crazy happy teenagers would bunk off school to see us just to catch a glimpse of of a famous local radio DJ to see our latest latest haircut or uh, admire the latest boutique gear that we were wearing. They'd offer me their arms or legs sometimes for me to to autograph, even hoping perhaps that I would ask them to come back later after everyone had gone to to join me for a late night snack and a a drink at the local Wimpy Bar before I'd take them for a spin in my sandy-coloured MGBGT with my sponsor's details glittering along the rear doors. It was like being part of the royal family of broadcasters and a family that wasn't dysfunctional where we were all mad but funny mad and and loved as well and and anything was possible so i'll be back soon after this next record and hopefully with some of my colleagues and friends from those crazy days dropping by and there's just time for a quick text here from my old friend Mike Myers, who you will know perhaps best from Wayne's World and Austin Powers, and with whom I starred in a pilot episode of the 1986 show, Saturday Night Showbiz Nooks and Crevices. And it says, Dear Will, oh, I think it meant Bill there, Sorry to hear this is your final show. Thanks for the invite, but I can't attend as I'm doing something else. But I wish you luck in your new job. Did we ever work together? I can't remember much of the 1980s, to be honest. Best regards, Mike. Oh, Mike Myers. How we had fun working together for those couple of afternoons. Oh, showbiz. I'm going to miss you. If you're driving into town with a dark cloud above you Darling, the number who's bound to love you Oh, honey, you tune me on I'm a radio I'm a country station I'm a little bit corny I'm a wildwood flower waving for you I'm a broadcast 
So you've got Yvonne and Bill, the hot couple, and a couple of dreamers, but it didn't work out. What happened? That was all my fault. Yes. Bill was charming people wherever he went, every step he took, turning his dream into reality. And I was living my dream, too. Wasn't bringing much money in, but I was dancing. Pantos, summer season, the old job in London. Nothing big time and lots of knockbacks, but I would write dancer when filling in the occupation box on forms. And then came the knee injury. Bam. Busted it really badly. And that was the end of that. 1979, career over, dream shattered. Haven't been dancing long enough to get a different job in the business. Deepest dark hole ever. And, you know, I took it out on Bill. He was there for me. Him and his shoulder, him and his car and my tears but I pushed him away him and his bloody radio shows him living his dream to be fair he was so good to me encouraged me but I treated him so badly next thing I knew he was gone my fault though my fault like I say one of the greatest regrets of my life I let a good one slip away. So that was a trailer for what you'll be able to hear next week at this time here on this station. So get your requests in to the usual address here at Studio One on Colm Radio. So this is it. The end of an era here. Because, well, this is my last show. After 30 years here... And after 45 fun-filled, successful years in local radio, with a bit of telly as well, of course, and I even had my own cartoon strip about my crazy broadcasting life, and that ran in Smash Hits magazine from October to November 1983. But that's it. I'm assured it's time to move on. 
and I'm looking forward hugely to welcoming you to my new world as I become the recorded voice of South Suffolk Internet Shopping with Global Retail, where you're only just one click away from your dreams. Apparently. Uh, Well, I was hoping to welcome a few old mates from my broadcasting career into the studio here to celebrate and share this last show, which incidentally is show number 5,996. That's about four shows a week for 30 years, by the way. So I asked if I could do four more shows next week just to get to show 6,000. Nice round number. But uh, Paul, the station manager, told me it's important that they rest the show for a week. Uh, Apparently, it's the new ergonomics of digital playlisting. Something to do with rebalancing the dynamics of customer interfacing to fully optimise the monetizing of our talent outsourcing. Uh, yeah. So, and my door pass key stops working after tonight anyway. And uh, apparently it's not worth trying to find out from Andy and IT how to extend it for another week. And I understand that. And uh, Calm Radio isn't made of money and they've laid on a few snacks for tonight as a celebration. And they've told me I can park in the Calm Radio Towers car park right up to the Christmas period so I can do my Christmas shopping at the Wivenhoe Retail Park if I want so... Anyway, whenever it's all said and done, it means that my show has been replaced with an interactive app. Station manager Paul said to me, he said, broadcasting has moved on and so must you, Bill. Otherwise, you're just another dinosaur stuck in the prehistoric slime of old school radio. Well, Paul, I can tell you that I love life at this disc jockey Jurassic Park. And me and the other dinosaurs, well, we're going to hang out with the great Tyrannosaurus Rex. We might even ride a white swan or bang a gong. You know, I'm the metal guru of broadcasting. I'm the 20th century boy and I love to boogie. See, Paul, that's what 45 years of being a radio broadcaster means. See what I did? I riffed just like I used to in the old days. You won't get that from your integrated ergonomic numpty app. This is Cone Radio 106.6 FM broadcasting to Northeast Essex, and you're listening to Bill Lawrence's last ever radio show. Coming up after this show, there's more from the new DJs. 
most of whom you probably haven't even heard of. I mean, no one's heard of them. They spend their lives in darkened bedrooms, downloading music onto their computers, knee-deep in grime and rapping F-bombs. Well, you know, listeners aren't even listeners anymore. They're customers. And they want the world at their fingertips. They want Colm Radio and every other radio station to be stored inside their phones. They don't want chat from me. They don't want to listen to a joke or hear what I've been doing before the show or some banter with the next jock coming after me. That's boring, Bill. Yeah, I'm being pulled, by the way, now. He said uh, that I get in the way. He said that we're all too busy with life to draw pictures in our heads, to listen to your stories or have people like you, that's uh, Paul meaning me, of course, uh, on the radio anymore. He said this new app apparently means every listener stroke customer can choose the records they want when they want them. They can play them without having to time an intro before the vocals start on the song, without any skill or craft. Anyone can do it. We can all be broadcasters. We can all be heroes. Terry Wogan added three million listeners by opening up the talkback with his producer each morning for everyone to smile at. Niall Edmonds, he made eight million people laugh over their breakfast each day with his comedy characters of Wilf the Studio Cleaner and Plonker the Postman. And when I was promoted to the prestigious mid-afternoon Sunday slot on Mid-Suffolk Sounds FM... I nearly won an award for the -the off-the-cuff banter when I would hand over to my old pal from Radio Caroline days, Rusty, the Prince of Pop. You know, I sent Rusty a long letter to cheer him up, telling him all about my new job in 1988 as a video jock on the new satellite channel, Head in the Clouds TV. But I never did get a reply. Maybe they don't allow radios in some prisons. Well, hopefully after this next record, I'll be able to talk to my old radio friend, Sue Pollard. We met when I was doing some background artist work on the set of that hilarious comedy, Heidi High, which was filmed, of course, near Harwich, and we became very good friends indeed. And I got a reply from Sue to my email invitation for this show, and uh, she says she works now as a sports presenter for an English-language cable station in Eastern Europe, but she will call me on this show when there's a break in the match she's doing the commentary for. You know, that's what's so great about my job. It's the adrenaline. It's the banter. It's the chance to talk about Polish wrestling with Sue Pollard. Of reason, but they don't give you any 
So, Yvonne, what happened next? Oh, well, my wheels fell off. Career gone, dream gone, partner gone. Bill and I had never really talked about marriage. But there was me, on the rebound. Two months later, I was married to Simon from Brentwood. Biggest clangor I ever dropped if you don't count giving Bill the heave-ho. I went from being surrounded by dancers and musicians and Bill's nutty friends and local celebrities from the radio station to being held like a bird in a cage. Except it was a shabby two-bedroom semi-detached house in the shadow of Warley Mental Hospital in Brentwood, where I probably belonged. Sealed in by my angry, chauvinist husband who did not approve of me going out to work. Something he pointedly failed to mention during our 54-day courtship? <laughs> It's funny, I do remember hearing Bill on the radio, and I spotted him on the TV once or twice, cheerful as ever, but I think it just made me feel even more sorry for myself. The best mix at Cone Radio, 106.6. 106.6. I'm Bill Lawrence, and yes, this is my last show on the radio, and I'm hoping that a few of my old showbizum radio pals would turn up to see me set sail in my broadcasting boat into the super sound sunset, but actually no one has so far. They are all far too busy drinking cups of green tea, whilst making podcasts about drinking green tea, whilst coming up with hilarious anecdotes about the teas they have drunk, for both of their listeners to burst into laughter over and splutter into their flaming green teas. I mean, where is the royalty of broadcasting these days? Who or where are the Tony Blackburns of the 2020s? Well, actually, Tony Blackburn is still here. He's mainly advertising butter, of course, and good luck to him. I remember in the good old days of pirate radio Tidal Flow 101 FM, when me and the other jocks were just off the coast of Clapton on the old maritime vessel Me Old China, and we were broadcasting love and hits and banter 24-7 to the bored Essex youth who had nothing else in their miserable black and white lives but us. And we used to slip in ads for products without the station owners knowing it. And we'd receive huge backhanders from companies, usually payment in goods rather than cash, of course. So we'd talk about what we were having for tea on the boat and Tony would ask me if I was having fish fingers and Noel would say, you don't need a bird's eye to enjoy some scrumptious fingers tonight. And young Dave Lee Travis was usually being sick off the back of the boat. My dad's lock-up still has a few tins of Russian spam that we got even today. But these days, there's no royalty in radio and podcasting, unless you're actually a member of the royal family, of course, and then it's like picking plums off the lowest branch. No, today's broadcasting has been democratised, which means, according to my daughters, that anyone can do it. Students, farm workers, musicians, even retired teachers can make radio, though they're usually pretty rubbish at it. 
No, you don't have to be able to ad-lib perfect links on top of the pops anymore after an all-nighter with Nobby Holder. You don't have to turn up on a freezing Sunday afternoon to playing goal for the mid-Suffolk Sounds FM showbiz 11 whilst teenage girls make extremely personal remarks about the tightness of your football shorts and Bruno Brooks threatens to punch your lights out after you saved his penalty. I heard you on the wireless back in 52 Lying awake intent at tuning in on you If I was young it didn't stop you coming through Took the credit for your second symphony Rewritten by machine on new technology And now I understand the problems you can see think he's down you may think he's out but no he's getting back up again the 45 year veteran of broadcasting bill lawrence is moving on to new challenges he is to be the voice of south suffolk internet shopping with global retail be sure to bookmark the web page So you've got Yvonne and Simon in Brentwood. Bill was there in the background on the radio. What happened next? Oh, it took me ten years to escape from Simon. So much for living the dream life. We never did have children. And I remember Simon used to insinuate that it was my fault. Sure. Maybe it was my bad knee. I also remember hearing about Bill's marital problems. At first, it was just gossip. I heard about it from friends from the Colchester and Chelmsford days. Then it was all over the tabloids. Bill Lawrence did this, Bill Lawrence did that. His ex-wife really had it in for him. 
I didn't really believe the things that she said. Didn't sound like the Bill I knew. I remember he had two daughters during happier times. I saw photos on someone's Facebook. I actually felt a bit jealous. Bringing miniature Bills into this world is one thing. Miniature Simons is another. Eventually, I walked out. And of all places, I moved to Wivenhoe. So here we are, at the end of 45 years, and I'm about to be replaced by an app. A-P-P. Is that an appointment? Is that an appearance? Will I get A-P-P applause? No, because broadcasters are now in a pod. P-O-D, because we're now all podcasters. We don't need a shiny, spinky, spanky studio like this one here on the fourth floor of Colm Radio Towers. This is a museum. The Museum of Radio. You just need a laptop and a bedroom, and that's all you need to be a star. Back in my day, being a star meant spending two hours in a poorly air-conditioned shed of a theatre on the end of a pier with a sunburned face and my hand up the ass of an oversized feathery glove puppet making people laugh whether they found it funny or not six nights a week and twice on a Sunday whilst drinking a bottle of sherry on the beach before each show and when my ex-wife had sold the story of my so-called indiscretions with fans to the news of the world to pay for her latest heated swimming pool in our ex-marital home in Beckles. Nowadays, it's all about Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. Yes, that's it, the unholy trinity that's broken the back of the art of listening to radio, that's, that's infected the world's ability to concentrate for more than half a song and has induced radio itself to fall comatose into the deep, deep rabbit hole of despair. Where are the record shops? Where is the album cover artwork? Where are the wombles at number one? And I've got an email here from an old radio pal, Annika Rice, who says, Dear Bill, sorry I can't be with you to share your good news, but I'm enjoying my new life here in Los Angeles. I'm sure we had fun working together on whatever your show was, but I can't remember much from the 1980s. Begin the day with a friendly voice, companion on our true self. And the magic music makes your morning mood Up on your way in the open road There is magic at your fingers For the spirit ever lingers And the magic contact in your head Solitude Music. The glittering prizes and endless copper. 
compromises Shatters the illusion of integrity Well, what can I say? Uh, he'd always, he'd always come up to me and say, "Tony, as I live and breathe," and uh, that that was that was Bill Lawrence for you. Always had these mots uh, juste. Uh, that's your actual French, your just words. You know, he'd have all these things he'd say, and you know, he'd never forget them. He'd use them. He'd use them like when he talked to me. He'd say, "Tony, as I live and breathe." I mean, what can I say about Bill? Um, salt of the earth, you know? I mean, he's been around for ages. I mean, even when we didn't really need it, we were always, I think, in his mind, under his wing. And he was the king of Mojust for this level, for the level of radio at which he has operated for these last 45 years. Um, and I, I don't think... I don't know. I've never talked to him about it. I don't think he had any particular, any particular ambitions. I think he was just living his dream. You know what I mean? Just he just he was just doing what came naturally to him. Well, what's wrong with doing that? Bill Lawrence, as he lived and breathed. Listening to Cone Radio, 106.6 FM, and this is Bill Lawrence's last ever radio show, presented especially for you by none other than the man himself, Bill Lawrence. So, what am I going to do now? It's being the living embodiment of a shopping website, the start of my new broadcasting life, or is it the final nail in my coffin? Will I be remembered for my cheery reminder that we're all just one click away from our dreams? Or for that time at the very last Colne Radio Summer Roadshow at St. Osith Beach when I was broadcasting live and Madness were playing their number one hit single, Baggy Trousers, and we'd secretly replace their stage clothes with exploding trousers. Oh, the laughs we all had that day. We made it onto the front page of every newspaper the next day. Luckily, Suggs finally settled out of court for a non-disclosed fee. And suffice to say that he's never been short of tins of Russian spam since. I was speaking last week to Noel about an idea I have for a quiz show, hosted by me and set on a celebrity island of which I am the king, in which there are 50 boxes hidden, one of which has a bar of gold in it. It's, a, it's quite a simple quiz, in which if you can guess the location of the correct box within the time limit, you can win the gold. Every time you incorrectly guess, however, you lose an item of clothing or you have to eat a kangaroo's anus. It's a very simple premise, which could be easily based and, and filmed on Mersey Island. But Noel immediately told me that I was living in the past and a game like this should be bingo-based, available on your smartphone and should be endorsed by Ed Sheeran. TV is dead, said Noel, like pop music and Shergar. 
Oh, I've just had a text from someone. Um, it says, Rebill's last show. Thank you for your invitation. Blah, de, blah, de, blah. Delighted to accept. Ah, blah, blah, blah. We'll be arriving shortly. As soon as the bus gets to Wivenhoe, can't wait to join in your fabulous party and to settle old scores. Yours, Bruno Brooks. Oh, I don't believe it. don't know where I'm going now that I am gone. I hope the wind that's blowing helps me carry on. Turn on your radio, baby, listen to my song. Turn on your nightlight, baby, baby, I'm gone. Yvonne, you never remarried? No, Mr. Wright never came along. I've no regrets about that, really. It was good enough just to get the whole drawn-out Simon disaster behind me. I moved from Wivenhoe back to Colchester. I lived in Stanway for a while, and then I was in Chelmsford again. The dance school was long gone. Soon realised I'd left it far too late to start a proper career. So I had a string of different jobs. Some of it was dreary. I sold life insurance. I worked in a travel agent. I even had a go at selling timeshares. That was a rough one. I was the assistant manager of a gourmet sandwich bar in Braintree. I was there for quite a while. I made some good friends there. Good banter, as Bill would always say on the radio. <laughs> Crazy bunch. Good times. Look, no point dwelling on these things. It's over. You have to take things on the chin sometimes. I'm still the same Yvonne, the dancer shuttling between Colchester and Chelmsford in Bill's car. You get knocked down, but you get back up again. We can't just refuse to accept change. We shouldn't fear it. We must embrace the ups and downs and always make the most of things. I think I learnt that from Bill now I come to think of it. And this is my final message for all of you out there listening. And it's, trust me. Trust me, Bill Lawrence, your radio pal for the last 45 years. I've been with you through your school days, your first job in the car, when you were happy, when you've been sad or lonely, or just needed a friend. So, trust me. Here's the news, my friends. So, I've been overtaken, like radio has been overtaken, and I'm not needed anymore. Because my job is done, and now it's time for others to do their work and be with you in this unknown and exciting new world with whatever it brings. And it's not going to be bad. You're going to love the new ways, the new voices, your new friends, as much as you've loved me and all the daft and crazy and beautiful things I've done over the last 45 years. Where would we be if we refused to accept change? If we insisted that trains were not the way to travel and that we should remain on our canal barges because it was the way we had always travelled? We shouldn't be fearful of change. We must understand it, nurture it, embrace it and, and get the best and the most from it. 
I think those who try to defend the old ways, well, they're wrong. Popular culture derives from the interactions between people in their everyday activities. You know, where, where once we listened in our millions to the radio as we worked together in factories and shops and offices and occasionally on tractors. Well, today we worked as individuals from home, able to listen discreetly through our earphones on buses and trains, in shops, on the street and occasionally on tractors. Popular culture cannot, it will not die, it just replaces itself. The king is dead, long live the king. Podcasts, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, these are the glue now of our culture and therefore of our society, and the future belongs to them and those who can squeeze out and spread that glue. It is, and it will be, what we make of it. So, my time has really now come, and quite rightly, I'm taking my final bow. The curtain falls for me, but the show must and, and will go on somewhere else, in a different way, and the show will still be enjoyed. It's time I left the stage now, but keep listening. I'm off, and so for the final time, be seeing you. Lawrence with an A, not an E, Bill Lawrence, spelt with an A. Oh, yes, that's right. You mean to say, in all these years, you never thought to add him on Facebook? I've never been into Facebook much. My friends are. In fact, they were often the ones who'd tell me about the goings-on in Bill's life. L-A-W-R-A-N-C-E. There. And now... Friend request. Done. So... What harm could it do? Catching up again, have a bite to eat, talk about the old days. I'd love to listen to all Bill's stories from his life in radio. We shall see. I'd sit alone and watch your light My only friend through teenage nights And everything Production for Cone Radio. I'd like to thank the following people who have been very special in helping me in my life and career. 
So thanks to Chubby Davis at Ipswich Hospital Radio, to Ruth Maddock, to Bernie, my driver, to Nick Berry, my first breakfast show co-host at Stow Valley FM, to all the guys at the Wyvern Home Sonic Lodge, to Sally Gunnell, to Dusty Pope at Mid Suffolk Sounds FM, to Benedict Cumberbatch for always being there and for giving just the best New Year's Eve all the chilli you can eat parties, to the exciting young team at South Suffolk Internet Shopping with Global Retail, to anyone still alive from Tidal Flow 101 FM, to all of the Nolan sisters except for Tracy, and of course to my agent, manager and squash partner Tony Fish. But last, and by no means least, to a woman who I knew very well right at the start of my career and who rode that roller coaster of those first few difficult years with me. Yvonne, wherever you are now, I hope you've had quite a reasonable life and thank you. <laughs>